today on DOOMED! What the hell is going on in Iowa? There is chaos at the Iowa Democratic Caucuses tonight, folks. It is 12.30 a.m. on the East Coast. Let's pull down this music. Let's go live. I was not expecting to do a show. Well, I was expecting to do a show. I was expecting to do a show tonight after the results came in around 10, 10.30 latest. And then the stream would be going around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. It is now 12.30 a.m. There is no results for Iowa whatsoever. And it seems like the entire process has been thrown into disarray. So for people who are tuning into the podcast in a few hours, let's break this down, sort of give it a, a nice story to it. Give it a nice background summary. Let's give it a, let's get it all out there. And if you're in the, the, the comments, I'm gonna be replying I'm gonna be reading these comments in YouTube and Periscope. I get them all, Twitch. If you're on Facebook, that's where it's this is all streaming tonight. Uh, YouTube.com slash Matt Binder. Subscribe there. Follow me on Twitter at Matt Binder, where that's where the Periscope feed is. Uh, Twitch.tv uh, slash Matt Binder. Uh, if you go to Facebook.com, search Matt Binder, you'll find the page come up. Um, this is a uh, ridiculous turn of events, and we're going to break it down right now. Um, also, uh, Patreon.com slash Matt Binder. Subscribe, $5 a month, that's all I ask, and it helps support the show, helps it grow. And if uh, you weren't paying attention earlier today, I dropped the first standalone YouTube video. It's a three and a half minute clip breaking down Dave Rubin's complete lack of understanding about how people can save money, i.e. how the Bernie Sanders campaign spent more in Q4 than they took in in Q4, but still managed to walk out with $18 million cash on hand. Uh, Dave Rubin doesn't understand the concept of saving money from prior quarters to spend it later on when you want. So I broke that down and helped him understand that. YouTube.com slash Matt Binder. Now let's talk about these Iowa caucuses. Now, so apparently the night falls apart uh, when no results come in and it, the news comes out that there is an issue with this brand new app. And uh, I'm reading uh, on Twitter right now, uh, Lee Fang from The Intercept. He has some interesting information about this app. Let me pull that up. Uh, but while I'm pulling that up, uh, basically what happened is uh, it first comes out that there are problems with the app. And it's inferred that the app went down. It's not working. Uh, uh, people who are supposed to report the results from each caucus are apparently trying to uh, – call in to the Iowa State Democratic Party to report the results from their precinct because that's how it works. Everyone caucuses in their precinct. I believe there's uh, 1,765 precincts. Uh, each one has their own results. Uh, certain candidates are viable, unviable at each precinct. Each precinct doles out delegates to the convention, and then that at the end gets all put together, and that's how uh, the proportional uh, delegates for the actual uh, primary race get doled out in the end. So uh, the the uh, they're they're trying to report the results to the DNC uh, to the not the DNC excuse me to the Iowa State Democratic Party, and apparently this broke this was happening live on CNN. They had called someone 
who was one of the precinct captains who was complaining on Twitter that they were on the phone on hold for an hour with the state Democratic Party. And so CNN's talking to him on the phone, and then they finally get, while they're on the phone with CNN, they finally get through to the state Democratic Party, and of course, before you get the results out, they get disconnected, showing that everything's working well, right? Everything's going great. So basically the candidates at this point, it's, it's, it's like 11, 11.30, and they start coming out and they start having speeches. Claude Bouchard came out first, and then Biden, and then Warren came out during Biden, and then Sanders, and then Buttigieg came on just as I was setting up this stream. And I didn't watch Buttigieg, but apparently from what I'm reading, Buttigieg is the only candidate out there who basically claimed victory in the Iowa caucuses by saying he was going into New Hampshire victorious. But that's not true because we don't know the results from Iowa. Like, there's no Iowa results right now. We are in the dark. We do not know who won. Now, I made, and I've seen these, a lot of people make predictions, and it seems pretty clear that it's a tight race at least between Bernie and Pete and maybe Warren. Uh, it's possible that Klobuchar came in fourth. It's possible that Biden came in fourth. It's possible that Biden came in fifth after Klobuchar. Regardless, the former vice president slash what is who is widely believed to be the Democratic frontrunner, if it's not Bernie Sanders, it's Joe Biden, he completely, his campaign seems to have completely bombed in the Iowa caucuses. Um, again, we don't have the results, but as each precinct's results were coming in, Online from people who were there, there were way too many places that were finding Biden unviable. Uh, it certainly isn't a good, uh, wasn't good news for Biden at the very least. So, um, from what I'm seeing now, let me pull up this Lee Fang uh, tweet because there was news going around, and I tweeted this too because I've been reading articles that basically. Uh, Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign manager, Robbie Mook, had something to do with this brand new Iowa app that seems to have failed. Um, so according to Li Feng, three different sources say a firm called Shadow developed the Iowa Dem Caucus app. They haven't responded to comment. Neither has Iowa, the Iowa Dem Party. The firm was paid by both Nevada and Iowa Democratic Party Disclosure Show also was paid by Mayor Pete's campaign. Um, also, according to Li Feng, uh, the app was vetted for integrity by former Hillary Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook's new election cybersecurity group. Robbie Mook partnered, partnered with Matt Rhodes to create his new Defending Digital Democracy cybersecurity organization. Rhodes founded a PR firm that specializes in digging up dirt and harassing activists on behalf of corporate interests. Rhodes now works for the Republican lobby firm CGCN, which represents big tech and lots of awful special interests to help peddle influence with the Trump administration. Wonderful. So lots of wonderful people here. Um, and then there's this. I saw Nira Tandon of uh, CAP trying to blame the Bernie Sanders campaign for this because apparently the Sanders campaign had requested and had received the okay for there to be three different data points. Now, basically, when there, these caucuses go on, there's the first alignment. And then after um, the groups figure out who doesn't reach the 15% threshold for viability, 
There's the final alignment when you try to convince people to come into your side and you get the final percentages and numbers. And then, of course, there's the third data set, which is basically the final delicate count from each precinct based on that final alignment. Now, Ed O'Keefe of CBS News is going out on TV. And he's saying that the delay of the Iowa caucuses results come from new rules that were intended to add more transparency after the 2016 race. What is happening tonight is exactly what Bernie Sanders asked for. But that's not what happened tonight. What happened tonight seems to be a failure of the app. It seems to be human error with um, a number of precincts being able to accurately report the results throughout. Uh, If anything, having those extra data points is basically extra paper, like extra paper data to back up what the final results were. How is that in any way? But how do you blame more data that gets you to the final result when there's issues for the issues? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But of course, they're trying to blame Bernie Sanders for this now, apparently. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's like, what is... What is going on here? Like a complete breakdown in everything that go on here. Wait, what's going on with YouTube over here? I want to make sure everything is uh, fine with the stream. One second. So I'll read some uh, comments here. If you have some questions, I'll take them. Um, let me pull up the YouTube feed. Um, Shana says, do me, baby. Uh, the hottest Carl on Periscope. This is a fucking disaster. Great job, DNC. Um, Christopher on Facebook goes, what the fuck? Kennedy says, what a ride. Um, MEA Sonic on Periscope says, Buttigieg spiked the DMR poll. Mook wrecked the results. They won't stop. What? Listen, I don't even think I know there's a lot of stuff out there about rigging and such. I don't think that's what's going on, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I mean, I, I know I'm going to get blowback from certain people, but um, what's really going on here, and honestly, it's even worse, is just that it's complete incompetence. Like, you guys are giving them too much credit to think they can rig this when they can't even put together a application to report numbers when they can't even get people to accurately report numbers uh like how, what and then even if there is an issue the delay here is unbelievable hours to fix this if it maybe even more than just hours it's it's a joke i'm trying to see now if there's any more news going on here um on what the the breakdown here is. Um, SS says Bernie was winning, so they threw the wrench in it. Listen, this is this is actually I, I actually it, it sucks. Bernie can't go out and say he won, but judging by the New Hampshire polls, which clearly were not affected by whatever was going on in Iowa, Bernie's looking to run away with it again in in New Hampshire. <coughs> Excuse me. So I actually don't think this affects Bernie as much as people are worrying that it does. Um, I think, and I, I, I heard some pundits saying this, and I actually agree. I think this hurts Buttigieg, who put it all into Iowa to declare that victory, even though he sort of just 
sneakily declared an unde- a victory that isn't confirmed, um, it hurts. What, 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 who it really helps out is Biden. Biden got away with murder tonight. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Let me take a drink here. I think when the results finally come out, what we're going to see is that the final result is going to be Bernie, Buttigieg, Bernie in first, Buttigieg in second, Warren in third. And then really, I think it could go either way. I think it's Biden in fourth. But there are other very smart people I've seen who think Klobuchar might even come over Biden in Iowa. Meaning Biden would come in fifth. Again, I think he'll come in fourth. But I, I wouldn't shock me if he came in fifth. This is a form, the former vice president. This is a guy who is leading the national polls for months. And has basically fallen apart. If he had to come out and give a speech at the results put him in fourth or fifth, it would have been a disaster. His campaign would have taken a blow, I think, that it would be nearly impossible to come back from. And he was able to come out and just give a, a vague, yeah, we did, yeah, I'm very proud of how we went here. Thank you all. Yeah. And he gets to move on. I think Warren gets hurt from this because she needed the momentum, same as Buttigieg, from uh, maybe a second-place finish. Uh, Let me read more comments here. MacArthur says, This wasn't done on purpose. This is hugely embarrassing. I've talked to local Dem Party people here in PA who are now questioning if we can beat Trump. One is now considering voting for Bernie. Well, that's good that he's considering voting for Bernie, but yeah. I think anyone who thinks this is on purpose is giving them too much credit. This is Democratic Party incompetence. They they couldn't plan this strategically if they tried. Um, P. uh, P. Petrarco on Periscope says, What a mess. So Robbie Mook, listen. Whether Robbie Mook made this app or not, he's clearly connected to it. The Washington Post reported it. Uh, the Des Moines Register uh, had an article talking about all the work he's done for this app. It seems like he wasn't the developer He or connected to the developer. He helped vet the app and put together scenarios for worst case. Uh, this seems like a worst case. Where are his backup scenarios that he put together for the Iowa caucus? Um, Mold Player says, "Just wanted to say, Matt, in the words of the immortal, the immortal King Tomerlin, you looked, you're looking like a king, champ. Um, thank you. But uh, what else? Oh yeah, uh, if you want to uh, drop a uh, super chat, uh, YouTube.com/slash Matt Binder. I'll read your comments uh, right away. Um, and I will thank you for the uh, super chat. And you know, I rarely get to do this. Let me plug the patrons." Uh, we are smack dab in the middle of the show. Uh, Patreon.com slash Matt Binder. Support the show. Help it grow. You're helping grow a YouTube channel. You're helping grow a podcast that does a long-form interview uh, basically four times a month. Um, we talk about everything from uh, the Democratic primary race, obviously, 
to uh, the far right, to online conspiracy theories, to how uh, the big tech companies are ruining us, uh, you know, uh, knocking the uh, Republicans, knocking the Democrats, um, keeping tabs on the far right and the white supremacist movements that are uh, growing within the country. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, uh, we're, we're, I'm trying to build something here and I appreciate all these patrons who've helped me build what we got so far. And those patrons who've got us here are Abigail T, Adam Q, Alan B, Andrew C, Andrew H, Angela, R-E-R, Ben, Benji, Bobby M, Brosnan, Champagne Kami, Christine H, Colin R, Connor R, Cracker Barrel, Cyber Snowstorm, Dan K, Dan M, Dank Uger, Dave K, Dave Z, David Z, I should say, Doug H, Dragon Slayer, Eugene B, Fraz K, FTW All Day, George A, Greg D, Grim, Ian Curtis J, Igor D, Jack D, Jameson Test, Janelle A, Jasmine H, Jeremy M, John B, John S, Jonathan B, Jonathan L, Joseph R, Joyce M, Justin S, Katie S, Kaushal, Laputin Machine, Lisa D, Lisa H, Mark S, Matt Z, Max W, User Me, Melissa M, Mitch V, Michael B, Michael J, Michael M, Mr. Danks, Nicole A, Namdaynet, Nullstyle, Odeth, Penelope D, Qster, Ryan, Scott R, Sean H, Stephen R, Stephen S, Struggle Session, TM, Tammy G, Terrence R, Thaddeus A, This Is Not Pizza, Tina M, Todd K, Tom M, Why That Tie Guy, Utopian, Zachary K, Getting In At The Last Minute, and last but not least, certainly, Zoe G. Uh, thank you, folks. Uh, really appreciate it. It sounds like a lot, and there'll be a point where I can't read you all, but as long as I can read you all, I will read you all. Uh, Patreon.com slash Matt Binder. Let's go back to the comments here. Um, Christopher on Facebook says, we look like stooges, right? It's, I mean, Trump is laughing. He said on Twitter that the Republicans won tonight. Just really unbelievable. Um, Thomas says, of course, there's going to be sabotage. Jay Jariba says, rigged. Fish Tank says, they flipped the coin to decide who gets delegates. Booty Judge or Warren? LMAO, what a joke. Booty Judge won the toss, LOL. Now, Fish Tank, I don't know if you know this, but as someone who was extremely uh, paying attention and reporting on at the time for CAFE, the... Democratic primaries in 2016, there were five Iowa caucus coin tosses between Bernie and Hillary. Five coin tosses. And Hillary Clinton won all five coin tosses. Do you know... Now, I'm not claiming anything. I'm just saying, do you know the odds of that? Like, the idea we would run... We would do a coin toss for that is ridiculous. Uh, Slick McWillie on Periscope says, Pete's claiming he's won. Well, he's a bullshit artist because there's no results. Uh, Gracchus says, there was a case where they pulled the name out of a hat. The winner, Klobuchar. Right. I I think I saw that too. Tom says, Delaney should declare victory too. (laughs) Right. 
Gobof- Gobav Sosu on Periscope. Excuse me if I messed up that name, but uh, Iowa's the new Florida. It seems that way, right? Um, has anyone blamed this app failure on Putin yet, says Tom? No, they're actually blaming it on Bernie, if you can believe it. If you can believe it. This is just... Honestly. Just, you know... What what is the what is the hold up here to not even And you know what? These problems with the app, they were stories and I remember seeing them at least a week ago about the issues there was gonna be issues with the app. Or or people were worried there was gonna be issues with the app. You know, it's apparently uh, Andrew Yang, tongue-in-cheek, not like Pete, uh, threw his hands in the air when he ran into reporters and declared victory. You know, don't agree with Andrew Yang on a lot of things. I think he's got weird politics. Some things I agree with him on. Um, but I think he's a good guy, uh, generally, and I think he's pretty funny And sometimes. He's like a good sense of humor. Um, Mike uh, Michael Tracy on Twitter is saying, "Why didn't Bernie just declare victory?" I think he's smart for not doing that. I, I, I yeah, I, yeah, I'm seeing this from uh, NYC Southpaw on Twitter. So a super PAC launched the app. The state party adopted to tabulate the Iowa caucus results, and they named it Shadow. Right? Can you? Can you? Can you possibly, like, why, what? Yeah, Pete Buttigieg declaring victory tonight is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I hope it comes back and bites him. That's poor form to declare victory right now. Just horrible. Shows who he is, right? I mean, really, we get to see who uh, Pete is right now. Just unbelievable. I'm trying to follow if there's any news, folks. That's why I'm... um... Oh. Uh, The important news coming out of the Iowa caucus right now is and this is the most important news, folks. Breaking. I think you're all gonna need to give me a uh, AOC. Just followed me on Twitter, so I'm uh, I'm declaring victory at the Iowa caucus tonight. All right, I'm victorious. There we go. I'm declaring victory. <laughs> uh, oh, this people seem to enjoy this, so I'm gonna repeat it. If I was an Iowan, I would have shown up at the, uh, this is what I tweeted. If I was an Iowan, I'd show up at my caucus site as an undecided voter. And as all the candidate supporters try to convince me to join their side, I would dramatically rip off my shirt NWO style, revealing my allegiance 
via a Bernie Sanders t-shirt. I love comparing politics to pro wrestling because I think there's no better. I mean, look at this. Look at this. No results. This is the equivalent. This is like, what, what's gonna, this is what's going to happen tonight. Ready? This is like when John Cena and Dave Batista fell over the top rope and there were no results. And Vince McMahon came out because the referees were confused as to what to do because they both hit the floor. This is during the Royal Rumble match, by the way, where if you get thrown over the top rope and you hit the floor, you're eliminated. Uh, Batista and Cena were going over the top rope. Only one of them was supposed to hit the floor first, according to the storyline, the scripted storyline. They both hit at the same time. Vince McMahon comes out to reset the match, to restart the match. And as he's getting to the ring, and this is legit, not part of the storyline, Vince McMahon tears both his quads and his, and both his, like the quad, both quads and his legs. And so he's sitting there in the middle of the ring, unable to stand up. John Cena and Batista and all the referees are in the ring confused. And this man is sitting on the floor with his legs completely stretched out, screaming, restart the damn match. I'm tweeting that out for a second. (coughs) Tom Perez about to come down to the Iowa caucuses. He's about to come strutting down to the Iowa caucuses. And he's going to tear both his quads as he tries to restart... The caucus. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what else to do tonight. There's no results. There's no results. But there's stuff to talk about. There's a show here. And I'm trying to find out what's going on. Because this is all like... This is just ridiculous. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's get some more comments here. There's a lot. Uh, the hottest Carl says Matt High. MEA Sonic says DNC is rat fucking Bernie. Again, no, I this is incompetence. You wish. They wish they could, uh, they, they had the ability, to, they were that put together. Gracchus <coughs> um, says, I would never use an app. Just a reminder, check the monitor to where Bernie's is in on it in the primaries. He might be last. The, here's the thing. The Sanders campaign is really smart. They have their own app where they, which works by the way, where they were collecting the results from every precinct. So the Sanders campaign has the results that were reported. I mean, it's not the official results, but they have results to cross-check if there's any, you know, tomfoolery going on, any, uh, you know, bullshit. They probably know that they won, but they're being legitimate. And they're playing fair, and they're not declaring victory until it's rubber stamped. Uh, 
Um, my Mr. Together's account says Howard the Duck 2020. Um, I just realized I didn't tweet out the, uh, the, um, the friggin' stream. Where is it? I can't even find, <laughs> I'm a mess. Where the hell is the link? Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, live right now talking the Iowa caucus disaster. Um, <coughs> Ryan says the DNC would fuck up a two car funeral procession. Dinah says, uh, I, in my opinion, this is a preview of November. Uh, typical Canadian says Sam Cedar is supposed to be on MSNBC in a little while, I think. He was still, when I last checked not too long ago, he was still at the Majority Port Studios. So unless they sent the car down, or unless he's calling in video-wise, but they don't usually do that. Um, Rick says, what the fuck is going on in Iowa? A lot of DNC hold up on results because of the bombing of Biden. No, it really isn't, guys. It really isn't. Ryan says, for everyone saying they're trying to screw Bernie, yeah, sure, that's what they want to do, but they're too fucking inept to pull it off. Right, have you seen the stories where they, these billionaires, I don't know if they're, the billionaires have spoken out yet, but very rich people and uh, the Democratic establishment within the DNC have been talking about how to stop Bernie, uh, super PACs trying to stop Bernie, and they can't get enough people together because they're friggin' incompetent, or there are smart people within the party actually who realize that even though if they want to stop Bernie, doing so would be very bad and actually only embolden his supporters and probably even gain him supporters and grow his momentum even more. Um, Gay for Gosling says, "Did you see Pete's claim victory? I did. He is a it's a what a scam artist. I'll tell you that much." Rick says Biden is a dud. Uh, Gobe says, was this a record turnout? No, I'm seeing it was in line with 2016, which is less than 2008. I see everyone saying that, but no one is bringing up how in 2008, the primary was a month earlier, which means it came just a few days after New Year's within that same week, which means there are people who probably still had vacation from, you know, people usually take off the week of Christmas, the week of New Year's. It's called Christmas break if you're in school. It's called winter break if you're in college, uh, uh, university. It's in, um, you know, people parents take off for that time period uh, a lot of people take off during that time period whether they have kids or not because it's just a slow business time people probably also can leave work earlier I believe it was a Thursday in 2008 too people can also leave people go out on Thursday nights a lot more they do on Monday nights uh, during that slow time period those few days right after New Year's business is probably slow people could probably close up the office close up a business uh, leave the office early and go to a caucus why they move the caucuses so much later, I don't know. Um, and why do it on a Monday, I don't know. If you're going to do a caucus, it should be at the very least on a Friday or Saturday night. I don't get why they would do this on a Monday night. I really don't get how that's supposed to help with turnout, how that's supposed to help put together a successful caucus. Um, I don't understand why it's on a Monday night, to be honest with you. 
I, I don't get it. I don't get why it's on a Monday night. It's it's a, it's ridiculous. It's it's truly ridiculous. Um Typical Canadian says, let's just say Biden came in fourth. He definitely came in at least the highest Biden's coming in fourth. The question is, where did Warren place? Where did Buttigieg place? Where did Sanders place? Buttigieg is declaring victory. I don't think so. I think Bernie ends up getting first. I think Bernie actually walks away with more delegates than Buttigieg. I think it's good that Biden comes in. I don't, I don't think Buttigieg has no path to victory. He doesn't at this point. Unless he actually wins tonight. And is able to pull off momentum for New Hampshire. I don't see it. He, he's not, not going to pull off a win in Nevada. He's certainly not going to pull off a win in South Carolina. There's no, there, there's no path to victory for Buttigieg. There's no path to victory for Klobuchar. Uh, if Warren comes in third in Iowa, I don't see I don't see a path of victory for her. If she comes in second, then we're talking a we're talking a race here between Bernie and Warren, which I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, in a perfect scenario, I would love if it just came down to Bernie and Warren. I mean, I prefer Bernie by many multitudes, but Warren is not a bad case if we have to not go with Bernie. Um, but it's not going to come down to Bernie or Warren. It doesn't look like it's like that. The national polls and all the polls that come after Iowa show that Warren is no longer a front runner in the sense that this is, was essentially a two-person race between Biden and Buttigieg nationally. I mean, by, excuse me, Biden and Bernie nationally with Buttigieg really sort of pushing in as that possible wild card in third place for Iowa and New Hampshire. But when we talk after that, it's it's I don't see what's... it's. There, there's no. It's done. Um, I see a lot of people jumping into the feed. It seems like people are uh, really uh, aching for some uh, independent media tonight because uh, CNN and MSNBC and all the channels have been honestly atrocious. And you know what? CNN has actually been better than MSNBC. Uh, at the very least, because MSNBC has, you know, listen, I don't know what's going on with MSNBC. Why they are, you know, it's one thing to have an agenda. Uh, it's another thing to just bring out people who are just completely wrong 24-7. Like, I don't get why Jason Johnson is a regular guest on that, that, that station. It is ridiculous that this guy, who's been consistently wrong about everything, and he's a regular guest on there. He before the caucuses, he got into a on-air argument with um, Nina Turner over whether Michael Bloomberg fit the definition of an oligarch. Are you kidding me? A billionaire buying his way through the Democratic primary and then giving a big donation to the DNC right before they changed the debate rules to get him on stage—that is not what you would call oligarchy. Are you out of your mind? I think. Even people who aren't on the left, even people who don't support Bernie, anyone with uh, an, uh, a, anyone smart, anyone with a, a, a grounded vision of what's going on in the world uh, can clearly see that Bloomberg is the very definition, 
you could put his picture in the dictionary for the word oligarch. Just unbelievable. And then Chris Matthews going nuts over Bernie's momentum all day, basically going crazy, saying how you know Bernie can't win, comparing him to McGovern, comparing him to an anti-war protester, handing out literature. What? It's quite honestly a joke. Uh, Michael on Twitter just sent me... I saw this tweet. I tweeted it out, actually. This is the data Bernie's precinct captains have been collecting through their own app. They should be able to use this data to pinpoint any irregularities... Irregular, irregularities, excuse me. It's, it's 1 a.m. here. In the data reported by the party, the campaign has been very proactive about a possible situation like this. Yeah, and I saw... Unfortunately... They can't declare with this, as silly as it sounds. I mean, it's good they have this, because they'll be able to fight back any 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 shit that. Yeah, I I, I also Scott uh, uh, Scott on uh, Twitter sent me this. Robbie Mook tweeted, "Sorry, folks, I did not have anything to do with uh, building the Iowa Caucus app. I don't know anything about it. Had no role in it. And don't own a company that makes mobile apps." Please contact Iowa Democrats with questions about it. But then Ian Higgins of Common Dreams replied to him, and this is where I've seen too. You worked with IDP on election security at Harvard Defending Digital Democracy Project in fall 2019. IDP and D3P uh, reportedly developed the app together. You understand how this looks surely. Robbie Mook, whether he developed the app or not, had something to do with the creation, with the let me just not say creation because we didn't develop it. He didn't create it, but he had something to do with the rollout of the app. They used his expertise. I don't know why you'd use Robbie Mook's expertise in anything, but completely shitting the bed in an election. Um, they used Robbie Mook's expertise to somehow vet or test the application and create some sort of doomsday scenario where if something went wrong with the app, they had some sort of backup plan. Clearly, they did not. <clears throat> like, I don't know what the hell is going on here. But there's no way, there's no way that anyone walks away tonight without realizing how profoundly screwed up this all is. And quite frankly, if you're not, if you're walking away thinking that the Bernie people are going over the top saying that there's something screwed up here, if you're complaining that they're saying that this is rigged, then that's ridiculous because this is the whole purpose of the party to create these things, to fend off these things. You can't expect... Joe Schmo, who's got no fucking clue about politics, who just goes out there to vote, and then he sees what's going on and deduces in his head that, hey, something's messed up here. I think there's something shady going on here. Um, And then they say that. You can't expect them to know any better because, you know what? The electorate doesn't follow these things. They don't know the machinations of every little thing that goes on in politics. Quite frankly, we in media and progressive media and independent media and mainstream media and political media we live in a bubble we live in a bubble the whole bernie bro thing is the perfect encapsulation of the mid- the political media bubble uh you know most people do not even care about the bernie bro 
stuff going on the, on Twitter and on the internet. Most people probably haven't even heard of it. It's just this weird little inter-party fight that goes on online. <coughs> so to expect the average person who goes to their job and does not spend all day refreshing their Twitter feed or reading Politico or subscribing to Politico Premium or whatever the hell it's called. I can't remember. I'm like start. I can't believe I haven't shut down yet. This soda in my son's Chuck E. Cheese birthday cup has really been keeping me going, I guess. Listen, I, I've, I'm no stranger to doing a, a, a post-whatever show. But when I do a post-debate show, I have a guest lined up because there's no tomfoolery uh, after a debate. There's no fuckery after a debate. A debate ends. You can schedule the show for when the debate's over. I have a guest come on and we do, we do a post-debate discussion and that's that. But right now, I was expecting this to be over hours ago. I was expecting to do a quick rundown, you know, give you guys a you know, 30, 40, maybe even close to an hour show, but it would be ending at latest midnight and here we are 115 and we're shooting the shit trying to figure out what's going on and, and, and you know it's and and this is from uh cnn reporting <coughs> that this second alignment was done wrong in some precincts um and this is from a tom wright on twi- twitter if he's a senior fellow at the brookings institute i don't know how much i'm gonna but his commentary i, I do think uh has has a point to it take it for what you will if true, sounds like there may never be complete results from Iowa. Yeah, I think that's an accurate assessment. If people didn't know, the people running the precincts didn't know the caucus rules, then we have a real problem here. Listen, the caucuses, I think, are... This is incredible. There are people legitimately trying to blame Bernie Sanders for this. Will Wilkinson of the Niskanen Center VP for Research and a New York Times contributing opinion reporter says the cause of this mess is Bernie Sanders. Incredible. <coughs> Unbelievable. I replied to him that the party had four years to figure this out. He's blaming a rule change from 2016.
Oh, Christ's sakes. <laughs> this is really, this is stunning. Stunning stuff. Oh, got a lot of comments coming in. All right, let's, let me get back to the comments here. Again, youtube.com slash Matt Binder. Leave a super chat if you uh, want to thank, uh, give a, a one-off donation to uh, give me a little uh, a, a tip of the hat. Tip of the hat. Hat tip, whatever it's called. Uh, for, uh, for, uh, literally falling asleep with you guys on the stream. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see what's going on here. Uh, Aranda on Twitch says that Pete already claimed the victory. Yes, I saw. That little rat. That rat. You know, I've seen the rat face thing going on on Twitter. And, you know, I think... Wait, what is, what is this? Oh, my God. Oh my God! I'm I'm looking at a caucus math worksheet on why are we why are we why are we let me let me save this to this to 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 my my computer so I can put it up on the 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 stream here. Why are we and this is this is the math that we're expecting just regular people to to do in the Iowa caucus. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? This is ridiculous. Why aren't what what should be happening here is that the precinct captain should basically get the results. They should basically report these numbers, right? It they should report the first alignment, the final alignment, the total number of people at the caucus, and then they should just send that information to the Iowa State Democratic Party and let them work out the delegate math. With professional people who are paid by the party to do this. Why are we having essentially uh, volunteers, it seems, do... This is not... This is not... This is confusing shit here. This is a joke. We're, we're, we're expecting 1,765 different locations to put together a worksheet like this? We're expecting them to put a result before rounding... With a number to four decimal places. Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. This is a complete and absolute failure. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Let me put in a plug right now. If you're in Brooklyn, uh, let me pull this. If you're in Brooklyn this Friday, um, I will be a guest on the Michael Brooks Show. He will be doing a live show. Well, we'll be doing a live show. The Michael Brooks show will be live at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Um, geez, what, what, who else is going to be with me? There's a whole, a whole roster here. 
of guests. Let me do a quick plug and I'll get to more comments. Um, there is a whole, this is going to be a great show. We got Michael Brooks. We got uh, Pretty Bad Lefty uh, on Twitter, who is uh, also Chad from the, the Discourse podcast. Uh, ben Burgess. Uh, Alana Mink. Matt Leck. David Griscom. Grisham? Sorry, David, if I just messed up your name. And of course, the one and only Michael Brooks. It's going to be a great show. It's the same night as the next uh, Democratic debate. I'm sure that'll. Oh, and how can I forget Harvey K? Uh, I didn't see him because he's the one who actually tweeted out the name. So tweeted out the information I'm reading. So he didn't put his name on the list. Uh, it, it, it's the same night as the debates uh, in New Hampshire on Friday. What I'll probably do is obviously I'm going to do the live show in Brooklyn because that's going to be tons of fun. And then I'll probably get home that night. I'll probably watch the debates because we'll be watching it, I'm sure, while doing the live show, but not as intently because, you know, I'll probably rewatch the debates that night. And I'll probably do a podcast Saturday night breaking down the debates. And as of right now, I'm also trying to plan a regular Thursday podcast for the show. We got tons of content this week. We're now full-blown in primary season. Things are going to be crazy. YouTube.com slash Matt Binder. If you just want to listen to the podcast, DoomedPod.com. If you're just interested in the long-form interviews... And these live streams, that's where it's all going to go. But I'm also going to be doing YouTube-specific content that obviously won't be made, uh, put on the podcast, because it's not going to be long-form. Doomed is just for the long-form interviews and long-form discussions like we're having right now. Uh, so doomedpod.com, youtube.com, slash Matt Binder. Subscribe all there so you don't miss a thing. Um, let's get to the comments again. Um, oh my God. Dude man says, yeah, let's hope it's Klobuchar in fourth because Biden is the only real competitor. Um, TL says, Pete helped pay for the app along with Dark Money. I don't think he helped pay for the app. He had used that developer services for something else. It's definitely sketchy. Uh, we have to be completely – this is the thing. I, I, I think an issue here is we need to be as specific as possible. We need to understand uh, and accurately report these things with nuance because there's legitimate issues going on here. And they're going to want to try to uh, basically deny the left's actual real issues here. And they're going to deny those issues and brush them aside because they're going to point to the conspiracy uh, theorist type um, things that they see online. They're going to say, oh, they are saying this crazy rigged conspiracy when we're not when we're not, you know, when the actual issue isn't that they're uh, secretly changing the results. It's that they're purposely doing things. Uh, not purposely, excuse me, that they're completely incompetent to the point where it makes them look like they're purposely doing things to deny Sanders the opportunity to go out to the media and declare victory. There's no one who's saying uh, in, you know, any, there's, I'm sure there are people who are saying it. Let me correct myself here too. There's no one with any sort of legitimacy. I'm not talking about, again, 
Joe Schmo doesn't pay attention to politics, sees this, it looks like they're trying to rig it against Bernie because he doesn't really pay attention. There's no one with any legitimacy who follows this stuff who thinks they're changing the elections. What they're doing is they're incompetent, and then it turns out to look like they're denying the left of declaring a victory. Especially when Buttigieg comes out and declares victory when he's not supposed to. I mean, no one's stopping him, but come on. You're not going to. If Bernie Sanders came out and declared victory tonight, the amount of hemming and hawing you would have seen from the media, from the pundits online on Twitter, from MSNBC pundits, from CNN people saying everything from it wasn't very nice or professional for Bernie Sanders to declare this to people outright saying Bernie Sanders is trying to pull some fuckery and, and, and rig it in his favor. It would have been all over the place. But now we've got Buttigieg saying it, and you don't see anything, do you? You see the left attacking him for it, and of course that'll get spun around real soon to Bernie bros are attacking Pete Buttigieg supporters. You know that's how it's going to turn out. Oh my god. What, a, what an absolute mess this all is. I can't get over that mathematic delegate sheet. I'm just like honestly staring at it, my mouth agape. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's truly astonishing. Okay, so this is from Ruby Kramer, reporter with BuzzFeed. With Buttigieg declaring victory on stage tonight, Bernie Sanders' campaign is about to release their own internal reporting numbers. It won't be 100% of the precincts, but it's what they have so far. The figures will show Sanders is ahead. Just... Really just shocking. Shocking. Rick says the story is the complete collapse of Joe Biden. It would have been the story. That would have been the story tonight. Uh, Dikos Born on Periscope says Amy's campaign manager said they have numbers saying they are even or have surpassed Biden in Iowa. Marty on Periscope says in precincts in Northern Iowa, what they found was precinct captains who didn't do the three-step report. Total system malfunction. The app is a small piece. Sophomore says from Periscope says, Matt, what the fuck is happening? Progressive Atheist says, can you please unblock me? 
Where are you blocked, progressive atheist? I don't block anyone. If I'm blocking you, please, if something, somewhere you're blocked, it was by accident, because I don't block anyone anywhere, honestly. I am anti-blocking. <coughs> so contact me, I will fix it, that. I don't see you blocked uh, anywhere, though. Maybe I'm not looking in the right place. Jay Dreeba says, how complex can an app be? <laughs> the hottest Carl says, the app is vital because it allows them to delay the results to make Biden look less bad. <laughs> Ryan says, if Michael Tracy is saying Bernie should do something, you know it's a bad idea. Bernie was very smart for not declaring victory. I promise you, this will come back to bite Buddha Judge in the ass if he is not the victor. Bernie's campaign should get their results out there, but not declare victory still. This needs to be resolved in the next couple of days at the very least. This cannot go on past to New Hampshire. Kat says, Virgil, Texas, called into Majority Report, says Bernie won. He was the only one to surpass the viability threshold in every precinct. Love Virgil, but that's not 100% accurate. He definitely surpassed more than I saw anyone else surpass. But I do believe there were very a few districts, precincts, I should say, where he uh, did not. Cactus on Periscope says, High hopes dancing until this nightmare ends. Um, just stunning. Stunning. Um, uh, Tyler says the AOC follow is the most legitimate reason for claiming victory I've heard tonight. Uh, the hottest Carl says, to be honest, you have more of a right to declare victory than Mayo Pete. <laughs> Congrats, Matt. Uh, booty Hole Sniffer on Periscope says, this is Bernie's mess. He created this new system. Okay, Booty Hole Sniffer. Brad Friedman says, Tom Perez resign. Dude Man says, what is a Restream bot? Okay, I use a service called Restream to basically stream this feed at the same time on Periscope, uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. In doing so, I receive comments from all those places. Now, I see them all from where they come from, but Restream also has this special bot that lets you, the YouTube uh, uh, viewers, see the comments from those other platforms. So you're seeing comments. So the Restream bot basically grabs the Periscope comments, Facebook comments, and Twitch comments, and puts them in the YouTube chat so you guys can all see it. That's what the Restream bot is. Mark says, you think this puts any pressure on Perez to resign, Matt? Um, if he is going to resign, he's not going to resign now. He is not going to resign now. I truthfully can't think of a worse time for him to resign if we're talking about how it looks. It would be... It would look really bad. It would look really bad for him to resign. 
You know, you guys remember Debbie Wasserman Schultz, she resigned from the DNC when the Democratic race, primary race was all but done. This was, everyone was in Philadelphia for the, uh, for the, the uh, convention already. It was just like the day before the convention started, but everything was, everything was set up and aligned and the event was planned. Hillary was the nominee, even though she wasn't officially the nominee, she was the nominee. Bernie had already come out in New Hampshire and said he was endorsing her at the event with her before the Democratic, uh, before he endorsed her again at the Democratic National Convention. You know, when Debbie Washman Schultz resigned, all said, everything was already all said and done. Easy to resign then. If he was to resign now, it would be even more chaotic than you would even think, in my view. To have the DNC chair resign after the very first uh, caucus would be... Uh, Decos on Periscope says, Virgil, Texas just said that in 10 minutes, Sanders releasing the count. Have they released the count yet? Have they released the count yet? Here we go. Sanders' campaign releases internal figures for nearly 40% of Iowa. 40%. And it leaves a lot open, though. But um, 40%. Shows him with close to 30% of the vote. The only one who's close to him, really, is Buttigieg. With, with uh, close to 25%. So he'd be a whole 5 percentage points before, uh, higher than uh, Buttigieg. And it's looking like Biden would inch, would just squeak out a fourth place victory, according to the Bernie Sanders campaign data. He would just barely, barely, barely squeak by. We're talking like a percentage point. Huh. But again, 40% leaves a lot of room. I mean, it's definitely sort of indicative. <coughs> Here's something I brought up when before it became clear that the Iowa caucus was going to end in shambles. And I think this should be what is pushed in progressive uh, in in progressive media, and the Sanders campaign should totally run with this. Every non-white majority precinct I saw was swept by Sanders. There were a number of um, precincts that were held at mosques, and it was all. Sanders just getting all the delegates there. Completely sweeping it. Uh, There were precincts that were 
heavily in Latino districts. Sanders swept all the delegates there. And I'm talking when the count came down, it was like a hundred something people on Bernie's side and like one person with Buttigieg, one person with Warren, one person with like Biden, which means they didn't hit viability. He just, I mean, you could find pictures and video every, there was a, uh, uh, where else did I see? There was another uh, community I saw. This is I'm sorry. I'm seeing it. What a what a what a mess. What a mess. Uh Bodie says, watch that and spread it. Watch what? There's been instances like this on Twitter all night apparently. You guys have to watch that. What am I watching? I'm sorry, I'm behind on the comments. Let me catch up on the comments so we could be in the same in the same okay, so Sam Cedar went off the air before, so that's probably why he went on MSNBC. Uh people thought Virgil was trolling. Clearly he wasn't. He had the information that they were releasing their internal data and he was correct. Uh, Anad says, word is Mayor Pete paid 26k to have the vote counting app funded. Might be why he seems to know something we don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. Sam was, uh, P.S. Peace Lee's, Sam was on uh, MSNBC. How'd that go? Um, Sam's got to have me back on the majority port. Uh, Thomas says that I'm fueled by Matt's fueled by pure rage. Hashtag fire Tom Perez. Uh, dude, man's asking me, Matt, is that true that Mayor Pete paid 26k for this app to be developed? I have no idea. I've not seen that. I can't speak to that. I think it would be uh, ridiculous if he did. I don't think he had anything to do with the app being funded. I don't think they could accept that. It's clear that it appears that he did seem to have uh, worked with this group before. It's unclear what exactly... 
he definitely paid the company. This is... Okay, here we go. Here's something interesting that uh, David uh, Kleon of uh, Jewish Currents pulled up. I'm going to retweet it now too. So what Tara McGowan tweeted out in January of 2019, Mayor Pete is running with heart emojis. Smiley face with heart in their eyes emojis, to be clear. And Tara is the founder and CEO of another acronym. Which launched Shadow. So she Shadow clearly has... Shadow clearly has a connection with Pete. This is great from Bill Humphrey on Twitter. Oh, this is possibly one of the funniest things I've seen tonight. Thank you, Bill. Here we go. Incredible reports from Iowa. As the K-Hive Liberation Army forces land paratroopers at every airfield across the state, we are now in control, announces a masked figure known only as Comandante Becky in a CNN appearance. Sounds of rocket-propelled grenades all across the night. (laughs) As we have said time and time again, if we can't have this, no one can. All caucuses and primaries will be canceled and thrown out one by one. Curfew is in effect. Resistors will be shot. Oh, my God. Christ. My God. This is... I'm honestly at a loss here, guys. What are we what are we doing here? What are we doing? I don't even know when to end this this feed. I'm getting, you know, I'm a little bit tired, but I'm having fun. Um, what is it? 142. I'll see if I could push it to to 2. Let's uh keep going through these comments here. I'd love to go all night. 
But um, we just got to see, you know, if, if there was something to go on here. But right now, we're just, it's fun sitting around speculating. All right. Um, Steve on it says it's Bernie's fault he won, right? Uh, Seiko says it's Bernie's fault is literally becoming the new thanks Obama. Absolutely. Steve on it says the DNC is in full emergency mode. Curtis says Pete Buttigieg paid $20,000 towards software development of the app cause in the Iowa caucus. Um, complete, complete chaos, complete chaos. What are they going to, what, what, what are they going to do? All right, let me get back to some more. Um, uh, and caucuses says Gracchus. Sira says no more caucuses. David says, wait, four decimal places? What to that math? You're right, that math sheet again. You're just reminding me of it. Now I'm looking at it again. Just stunning. Stunning. Uh, Rob says, Bell House is a nice venue. Yeah, if you're in Brooklyn, you should come down. Uh, Cloud says, I watched the MR stream and a lot of people were calling in. Said that Buttigieg won or did very well in their precinct. Definitely got the feeling Pete was doing better than Bernie. No, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. but uh, Ian Higgins released info saying that Bernie got 28, Buttigieg 25, and everyone lower. Oh, that's from the Bernie campaign, right. Right, that's true. Uh, Ian points out, uh, I don't know if he meant to, but if the results stay the same, Bernie at 29, Pete 24, Warren 21, Biden 12, the only people walking away with delegates is Bernie, Pete, and Warren because Biden at 12 wouldn't hit the 15% threshold. Sam made it on MSNBC, says Sean. My real problem was uh, T- well, TJ Pancakes. Got to read this one. Uh, Matt, miss hearing you on MR. You've always had the best takes. Thank you. I know. What you got? Listen, I got a lot of people watching right now. What you got to do, if you want to see me on the majority report more often, if you want to see me on any of your favorite lefty progressive shows, YouTube channels, podcasts, hell, if you want to see me on MSNBC, CNN, I don't know if this will work, but it's worth a try, you got to email them. You guys got to email the majority report. You guys got to email TYT. You guys got to email uh, the, the Chapo guys. You guys got to email, uh, find the MSNBC, CNN, find those emails. I'm telling you, you don't think you have a voice, but if enough people 
email someone, they're going to think, hey, are we missing out on something here? And they will book those people eventually. Even if it's on a little side, even if I'm on a um, on the old the equivalent of whatever Fox News's Red Eye, the 3 a.m. program they used to have was. I mean, I've been on MSNBC once before. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, about five years ago, both Chris Hayes and Joy Reid showed my work and shouted my name out for doing the work for a story they were reporting on their shows. And you know it doesn't get any more on MSNBC, MSNBC at least, more, you know, the, the line, the ideological lines don't get any more further from the two than uh, Joy Reid and Chris Hayes on that network. It will happen. Also, patreon.com slash mapbinder if you're enjoying what you're seeing and you want to help show grow. I'd love to be able to do this stuff more often, you know. It's all about... It's all about who uh, uh, supporting the show, so I can, I can do it. I could do it, you know. Yeah, you know, I'll put it in the, the the chat just to make it simpler, just to make things easy. If you'd like to support HTTP, Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/MattBinder. Uh, beginning of the, the month, because, uh, well, beginning of last month, uh, was hard. A lot of people contacted me saying they were having financial difficulties going into the, uh, into the new year, uh, and they had to at least temporarily, uh, cancel their subscription. I totally get it. If you can't afford to do so, please take care of yourself first. Uh, but if you can afford to do so, help make up for those people that can no longer financially support the show. All right, let's get back to the comments here. Where did the comments go? <laughs> uh, Jeff says, Bernie and Mayo Pete essentially tied. Oh, 30 and 24 really aren't essentially tied. I mean, it's definitely closer than I thought it would be, but I don't know about essentially tied. Essentially tied was what happened in Iowa in 2016, where Bernie and Hillary were within less than one percentage point. At close to 30 and close to 25, uh, Bernie and Buttigieg are not walking out with the same number of delegates. Daniel says, apparently Pete's team is claiming they have 77% of the data and that's why they declared Pete victory. I don't know about that. How would they have 77% of the data? That's an incredibly large... Mason says, always need old Matt on the majority report. Why, thank you. Um... Lord Arion says, Biden imploded. 
Godless Poutine says that check out the intercept. Lee Fang's reporting this about the uh, app and Pete. Hmm. <coughs> oh, we got a super chat. Oh, a difficult super chat here. Paul on uh, with the super chat. The good news is that Rush Limbaugh has cancer, says Paul. Well, Rush Limbaugh is a bad, a bad person. So certainly no, no, no remorse for Rush Limbaugh from me. Um, I'm sure he'll get wonderful health care. While denying, while working his life to deny health care for all. Wait, so so Microsoft apparently had worked with the the uh, Iowa parties in 2016 to do the reporting, which say what you want about Microsoft, but an organization like that is going to actually not have any sort of allegiances because it would be a terrible terrible thing for that company's bottom line if that news came out that they had some sort of connection to one of the campaigns you know there there is actually um you know there there is some sort of blowback we can give these larger companies you know they're 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 they're, they're publicly traded they do worry about their public relations and pr and how it affects them and how it portrays their companies in a certain light. And that's where public opinion actually comes in handy with these larger companies like Google, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft. And a Microsoft representative, lead of communications for Microsoft, tells Li Fang, we had a great partnership with the Iowa political parties in 2016, but we were not part of the caucuses this year and have not been involved in building or supporting their app. It is ridiculous that you would trade in Microsoft for some sort of sketchy super PAC that has connections to political organizations, that have connections to campaigns that will be using or benefiting from this app. It is beyond sketchy. And the company's called Shadow. The group's called Shadow. <laughs> if Mayor Pete has 70% of the total, who is he getting that from? Who is he getting that information from? (laughs) 
I, I don't I'm I don't get it. I'm I don't understand. I'm what a mess. What a mess. What a mess. What a mess. <laughs> Truthfully. If you're watching on YouTube right now and you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. YouTube.com slash Matt Bender. Uh, you're already there, so just hit the subscribe button. Let's do this more often, guys. This is a lot of people watching the stream more than, you know, more than my usual. This is a small, relatively small YouTube channel still. Um, oh, thank, thank you, Godless Poutine, for sending me some of those, for tweeting at me some of those tweets. Uh, Nicola says, remember that Pete put everything they had into Iowa, so even if he beats Bernie, that doesn't necessarily mean much, but I don't want to jinx it. Just something to bear in mind. I, yeah. I was hoping that either Klobuchar or Pete came in second, actually. But I will tell you, I don't know if he wants me to name him on here, so I won't. But someone I respect very much, one of my former editors, um, he's has worked in political campaigns. He said he was very worried about Buttigieg. He actually worked for uh, the Hillary campaign in 2008. Um, but he's a Bernie guy. Even in 2016, he liked Bernie. And he said, knowing what he knows and all that, he was worried about Buttigieg. He said he thought Buttigieg could possibly uh, be someone to worry about. Oh, Acronym put out a statement. Acronym is a nonprofit organization and not a technology company. As such, we have not provided any technology to the Iowa Democratic Party, presidential campaign to the Democratic National Committee. Acronym is an investor in several nonprofit, for-profit companies across the progressive media and technology sectors. One of those independent for-profit companies is Shadow Inc., which also has other private investors. We are reading confirmed reports of Shadow's work with the Iowa Democratic Party on Twitter, and we, like everyone else, are eagerly awaiting more information from the Democratic Iowa Democratic Party with respect to what happened. And as uh, Ashley Feinberg on Twitter uh, points out, I want our... Uh, she's acting, pretending that she's them. Uh, I want our logo to say completely nondescript, but also insanely omni uh, ominous. Yes. And as uh, Samuel, as Cancel Sam, who was on the last episode of the podcast, Sam Finkelstein uh, tweeted out, it appears that literally everyone who works for Shadow is a former Hillary for America, Hillary 2016 uh, campaign staffer. <laughs> Incredible. Now, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying there's a conspiracy here. 
I'm saying if you're the Democratic Party, it is ridiculous that you would go with a company called Shadow, who clearly has some conflicts of interest here. What are we, what are we, what are we doing, man? Why is this happening? <laughs> oh, this is, uh, Leftist Wonk on Twitter points out, Biden called the results illegitimate, which we were told Sanders would do. Buttigieg declared victory early, which we were told Sanders would do. This is absolutely true. This is absolutely true. I was thinking of the second thing. There were reports um, days ago that other campaigns, I think one of them was Buttigieg's campaign, another one was Biden's campaign. They were worried that the Bernie Sanders campaign was going to declare victory on the first alignment and not wait for those who weren't viable to disperse and possibly go to a candidate that would make that would push them above Sanders. That is not what happened. Bernie Sanders' campaign did not do that. Let's go back to comments. I'm at a, honestly, I'm at a loss here. There's so much coming in right now as we're looking at this stuff. Oak Soko says, are you concerned that there was intentional fuckery that took place? I think incompetence. But I think there's something sketchy about the fact that Pete Buttigieg's campaign is so connected to this company that created the app. I'm not saying there's anything there. I'm saying the fact that they didn't care about the appearances that there could be, that, that something was there, is a real problem. There should be no conflict of interests. I don't understand how hard that would be. There, there should be no conflict of interests. The fact that they had Microsoft working with them in 2016. I mean, again, listen, we can have our problems with Microsoft. We have our problems with a big company like that. 
but there would clearly be no conflict of interest because Microsoft is a huge company. Uh, I'm sure they've made political donations, but they would they have an incentive to not have a conflict of interest. There's a legitimacy to an organization like that. As much as we I've, I listen, no one shits on these some of these big companies when it's rightfully so when they deserve it, such as myself. But a company like that is really honestly probably the perfect company to do something like this. They have the infrastructure. They have a legitimacy to them. They have a lot writing on their bottom line for bad press for screwing this up. To hire some sort of shadowy organization is... And it is a shadowy organization, I'm sorry. An unknown for-profit group with connections to a number of different uh, democratic organizations that is completely staffed by Hillary uh, 2016 people that has basically no information out there. Someone pointed out that the address that they used for DNC to pay them is a WeWork address. I mean, fine, if they're using a WeWork space for their company, whatever, but really that's who the Democratic Party's going for? Uh, they work with, go from Microsoft to this brand new company that has a weird name called, like Shadow, who seems to have no real presence out there, doesn't have any public information. Oh, what's this? So Chris Hayes apparently asked David Plouffe, who sits on, who's, who's with Acronym, the parent company of the app developer Shadow. And he's saying he knows nothing. Let me let me let me see if I could pull this up. Hold on. Let me pull up the system audio. Let's presidential see out a newsletter every week about uh, what's happening in the presidential race. Uh, my understanding, as I just texted the CEO, is like, Acronym's an investor in Shadow. I guess Shadow's got its own board of directors. So in my relationship with Acronym, which has been going on for a few months, I have no knowledge of Shadow. You weren't no, sitting up there the whole time being like, I actually developed No. Shadow. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if it was Microsoft or who it was. Not to throw them under the bus, but no, it's we're, news to me. But anyway, we're gonna, glad you asked me. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. find out yeah. more about this, and and also uh, basically, I, I would like to get a more definitive sense of what happened tonight, right? I mean, we're talking about the app, and it's unclear, like in a comprehensive systemic sense, what went wrong. Hopefully, we'll get that. I want to um, also note that earlier Andrew Yang, uh, who is a candidate in Iowa, spoke at a caucus site in Des Moines, and here's what he. It, it's really. I don't know. I can't even. I think what needs to happen is the Sanders campaign. What they need to do is they need to go ahead to New Hampshire where they're they're killing it and just use this for their advantage. They really need to just go full 
you know, pedal to the metal, full throttle here. They need to use this to their advantage. Uh, Mr. Together says, have you seen some more news video on Pete? Dude's got fucked up connections. I've not seen the some more news video, but I do know of his connections. Godless Poutine says, people were asking Plo back in March 2019 if he was working with Pete. Trippy says, shit, man, I'm on the West Coast. Should I make a channel and continue for you? <laughs> um, Dragon Slayer says, Matt, when's AOC on Doomed for the WWE WrestleMania breakdown? I would love that. Is she? Does she watch wrestling? Steve Arnott says, Bernie won, man. Biden is done. This is a historic night. Acadian says, scandal at DNC. Slick McWillie says, love to have a functional democracy. The Great Dragon says, is this what the rest of the election is going to be like? The primaries where people actually vote in a voting booth are going to be a lot simpler. The Nevada caucus, I believe, is also a bit simpler because there's less sites. Um, it's a lot more, you know. Nevada is a state where everything pretty much, there's a lot of space where... Uh, a lot of people are just basically in certain cities, though. Ryan says, Biden is finished and Mayo Pete has no path to victory. Going to be Warren and Sanders against Bloomberg. Sempronius says, love you, man. Thank you. Oh, my God. My nose is getting stuffy now. I'm getting cold. I'm coughing. Dorian says, Matt, I'm trying to get you a nightmare masterclass. What is that? Um, Rob Anderson says Sanders massive uh, will ma we'll find a way to rally against this they don't get uh, alright Justin says Mike Brooks is barely on MR anymore the big shot now with his show right Uh, Steve Onnit says, great job, man. Following the Patreon was easy. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I really appreciate it, Steve. Um, again, that's patreon.com slash Matt Binder. Oh, boy, I'm about to sneeze. Give me a second. I'm going to mute here so I don't... Whew. Ryan says Bloomberg definitely excuse me Bloomberg definitely becoming the establishment pick which will go over great when Bernie runs ads of all the Republicans he endorsed I'm definitely worried about Bloomberg here to be honest uh, I think he is the backup for a Biden meltdown and he's just going to spend money spend money spend money to make sure Bernie isn't 
Bernie doesn't get the delegates he needs. Steve Arnott says, Tonight is a fucking victory. The establishment frontrunner just got embarrassed in Iowa. Thomas says, The info coming out of this is just insane. I can't even keep up with it all. Ellingson says, Precinct Captain here. Bernie's campaign was entering data into App in Des Moines. Pete's was not. Thomas says, fuck Rush Limbaugh. Jeff says, Rush not getting the Kobe treatment. Thomas says, always smoking those cigars, working with Philip Morris. Cloud says, I just can't get over how badly Biden did this evening. No poll, him ha- no poll had him doing that badly. I just want to say, I called that Biden was going to get fourth. Possibly even fifth. I knew he was in a tank in Iowa. He's in a tank in uh, New Hampshire, too. <coughs> I even thought Pete could get second. Um, I didn't think it was be that close. Pete definitely did a little bit better than I thought he would. Speedboy says, did you see that Pete's communication director was tweeting out login pins for the app? Are you kidding me? Uh, apparently, eight hours ago, at 5 o'clock, the DNC tweeted out, For three years, we've been preparing for the process that officially kicks things off tonight in Iowa, the Democratic presidential primary. Today, our chair, Tom Perez, reflects on the reforms we've made to make this the most transparent primary in our history. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jeez. <clears throat> oh my god. <clears throat> I just tweeted something out about that. Oh my god. What a disaster. What an absolute disaster. <clears throat> Shana says Biden called the results illegitimate, which we're told Sanders would do. Right, Buttigieg. I think I read that tweet. Uh, right. Right. I'm sorry. Whatever's going on with results, it's between Buttigieg and Sanders in terms of what, how close it is. There is no question about it. Biden tanked. There's no fuckery going on with Biden's results. Biden is in fourth, maybe even fifth place. Michael on Twitter is telling me to go to bed because apparently on a second conference call with campaigns happening now, the Iowa Democratic Party said they will release results on Tuesday. So, later today. Which means I can't stay up and give you guys another 8 to 12 hours, I'm assuming. Maybe even more. 
I wanted to do a YouTube video tonight, but like after the stream, because I didn't think I thought we would literally. I talked. We, we're now on two hours almost, and I thought we'd do a forty-five minute stream on the results, and then I do a YouTube video around midnight. Now it's two fifteen a.m. on the East Coast where I am, and we got nothing. We got no results. But I thank you guys. Wait, I got. Uh, Additional, I don't want to miss these super chats. Let me make sure I get that. Um, Hot Mustard Gas says, uh, thanks for the $5, Hot Mustard Gas. Says, uh, the DNC found a way to really fuck this up. The story should have been Biden losing bigly and Sanders did well. Right. Um, where are the other? I don't want to lose. All right, here we go. Uh, okay, CM. Uh, Dregomanovich with the $5 too. Thank you, buddy. We got a rat problem. Right. Right. Again, youtube.com slash Matt Binder. Subscribe. To the YouTube channel, that's free. Doomedpod.com to find the iTunes and Google Play links to subscribe to the podcast. That's free. Tell all your friends about the show, whether it be the Doomed Podcast, the YouTube channel. Um, that helps. Leave a review on iTunes, that helps as well. And of course, patreon.com slash Binder. All right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna wrap this up, guys. I'm gonna just read these last few comments. Uh, I gotta watch this. Apparently, Mason's telling me Sam is so mad on MSNBC right now. He's going off on the app. I'm dying. Curtis says Bernie one is trending. Keep boosting it. Steve on it says Tom Perez should not be in charge. Seiko says Sam is bringing his elf torturer persona to MSNBC right now. <laughs> ooh, Govan Ooh says Maddie, we love you. Seiko says what a mess. Rob says, pandering Pete rigged the polls, sad. Ian says, New Hampshire poll just out. It's an Emerson poll. Sanders at 32 in New Hampshire. Biden 13, Warren 13, Buttigieg 12, Klobuchar 12, Gabbard 4, Yang 5, Steyer 5. That means Sanders the only one viable in New Hampshire if those results stay. <clears throat> Phil says, my precinct results, total supporters, then delegates. Um, Biden with 71, non-viable. Pete with 111, non-viable. I'm sorry, Pete with 111, four delegates. Amy with 103, three delegates. Yang with 28, non-viable. Steyer with 16, non-viable. Bernie with 140, four delegates. Sam is Pete. Warren with 204, Six delegates. So Warren won that precinct. 
it's Trippy says idiocracy in motion. Ian says Sean Bagnuski, the Dem chair in Polk County, Iowa's biggest, said the state did not hold app only tests and training with his 177 precinct chairs. Unbelievable. Joe Verrall's on Periscope points out that a lot more of a record when it's a company that big and known. Right. Right. Listen, again, we can have problems with these big companies, but there are also pros in certain scenarios where them being a big company actually makes them more accountable. Cloud says, I think the story is Biden underperformed because people have started to believe he is incompetent and those voters that he lost have gone to Pete. That's a guess. Ryan says, it would shock me if there was a conspiracy by the DNC because it would be the first time they showed any aptitude. Right, absolutely. Right, there's no... I don't know, yeah. Toady Fan says, who the fuck are you? Well, I'm just a nobody with a stream. That's all. Um. Oh, let me. Oh, I got some live chats coming in. Let me make sure I get these. Um. Where'd they go? Okay, uh, Mort from Australia. Wow, thanks, buddy. Solidarity from Australia. Keep fighting. Thank you, Mort. Kusterama, feel better, Maddie. We need you. Uh, feel better, Matt. We need you healthy. Uh, thank Kusterama. Uh, Ramble Ron uh, with the super chat for the rest. Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate it. Again, if you can't sign up for the five dollars a month on Patreon.com/slash/MattBender. A one-off super chat is appreciated just as well. And what I'm going to do also is I'll set up a donation link for people who aren't watching the live stream who also want to donate maybe after with a one-off. I'll do that as well. I appreciate it so much. Really trying to make this a, a thing, you know? I don't want to just give you guys that one uh, podcast episode plus the bonus for members for Patreon members every week, I would like to do this more. I'd like to give you regular videos, regular podcasts, regular content. Um, and I could do that with uh, financial support. And again, if you personally came through the financial support, spreading the word about me and the show and the YouTube channel, it will help bring in people who maybe can do the financial support. Um, yeah, people are getting tired. I can just tell. Arkanoi says, bet Trump rips on, rips on this garbage for 50 minutes tomorrow. 
Oh, he already tweeted out that tonight's result in Iowa is a win for the Republican Party. That's it. Uh, Mike Heads, uh, Arthur says, there's no way this isn't going to the press turnout if Bernie doesn't win. Trump will definitely use this whole event in his favor. Mike Hedson says, this is why people don't vote. Listen, if you want Sanders to win, this is what you need to do after tonight. I, uh, New Hampshire. All eyes on New Hampshire. Bernie is killing it in the polls before these Iowa results. These Iowa results should not affect Bernie. If he lost, it would affect him. I don't think this shit will affect him. I think it'll just skip Iowa completely for now. Bernie can win New Hampshire with a complete shutout and go into Nevada just as strong. We need to keep the eye on the prize if you're a progressive or a leftist who wants Bernie to win. Bell That Cat says, Matt, please have Chris James on your wonderful podcast. Motown says, didn't Bill Clinton and Trump Putin both lose Iowa? They did. But Bernie needed the momentum, I think, of winning three. I very well will win. Listen, at the end of the day, all he needs is to say he won Iowa when the results come out. I don't think he needs the momentum going into New Hampshire. So I don't think the results not coming out tonight hurts him. But I think he needs to be able to say after New Hampshire that I won both Iowa and New Hampshire going into Nevada. And then after winning Nevada, which I think he'll win, he needs to go into South Carolina saying I won Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. So as long as he knows he won Iowa by the time New Hampshire comes around, he's good, I think. A catch says Mayor Cheat. Gratcha says depressed. Dude, this is making me more motivated. Eh, yeah. A catch says that Chris James is the leftist YouTuber into horror stuff. Uh let me look up Chris James. I'll I'll leave a uh message here in my my notes. Hottest Carl says Mike Brooks is a traitor. <laughs> he will. He was on uh, the Hill Rising tonight, right? He was on the Rising on Hill, right? Instead of the Majority Report, and Nomiki was uh, on Majority Report. Seiko says Bloomberg isn't a threat. No, but you're misunderstanding me. Bloomberg is rising in the polls just from doing these ads, just from ad buys. His purpose is to just deny Bernie of getting the delegates that he needs. Bernie can win, but by but but uh, but but Bloomberg will keep running. And also be viable for delegates. And if he keeps taking delegates away from Bernie, just by, you know, if it's Bernie and Bloomberg getting delegates instead of just Bernie, he's taking away delegates that way. Even if he's coming in second to Bernie, then Bernie will not show up at the convention with the delegates needed to win. And a lot of people are worried that if Bernie doesn't show up with the delegates needed to win, the DNC the Democratic Party will then go to the second round where superdelegates can vote, thus Bernie probably not winning. I think that would be horrible. I think they should go, regardless of who has the most delegates, they should go with, I mean, regardless of whether they, um, whether they hit the delegate, exact delegate number needed to become the nominee, they should go with whoever has the most delegates, period. Lions art pages. This caucus proves we need to dump Iowa as first state to vote. Dump caucus system and need to vote by mail. 
Cat says, see, they don't know who they're dealing with. We got some of the most intelligent diggers in the world on the left, an entire network helping in any way they can. Vadim says, I can't believe that soda has lasted this whole broadcast. I've been taking, I know I didn't fill it up, so I've been taking little sips to ration it. I know I have this cough, so I've been rationing my soda throughout. And all of a sudden I got a stuffy nose while doing the stream. And then I got nasal drip going on. I'm a mess, guys. I'm a mess. Fighting a cough. And nose drip and stuffiness and sleep. Thomas says, old man Cedar hates technology. Ryan says, a boomer mad at a phone app? Never saw that coming. Thomas says, that's why Sam would get so mad at Matt when stuff didn't work. People need to remember, I was a one-man production crew when I was at Majority Port. There was no one helping me. Sam's got Matt Leck. Sam's got Brandon. Sam's got uh, uh, Jamie. I know Michael's not a tech guy, but Sam's got Michael to riff off on while they're doing that. There were times where it was just me and Sam, and I was also doing the production for everything. And then he was asking me questions on air and information on air and wanted to have a back and forth on air, and I couldn't give it to him all the time when I'm dealing with tech difficulties. So please, all the super producer Matt Leck stuff that you hear in the majority report, what they're leaving out is the fact that super producer Matt Leck has a Justice League helping him out. And producer Matt Binder was... The, the Wolverine, the Logan, all by himself. Sophomore says, I like your beard. Thank you. Trippy says, Microsoft will be held accountable if they're apt to this fuckery. Right, of course. Divas Cowboy says, do you post about coronavirus updates? No. Vadim says they just released the results to Caucus 1. A catch says, wow, chat is way ahead. A video left the YouTuber into horror stuff. His nightmare masterclass. Not Chris James. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I guess it's a bit confusing. It was moving a little bit fast, the stream. I'm a nightmare masterclass. I'm a big horror guy. I don't know if you guys know that. I think you do. That's why you're... Dang says, holy shit, Binder is live. What? Deathbread says, love you, Maddie boy. Dank says, Jesus, go to bed, man. I am, I am. Uh, Dank says, Matt had his mind blown when he saw the team this time. Uh, Ian says, real clear politics, betting odd averages, put Bernie at 40.7%, Biden 32.4%, Bloomberg 15.1%, Warren 9.8%. Ryan says, hell yeah, Matt, spill that tea. Uh, Champagne Kami says, LMFAO shots fired. It's all about the producer stuff, yes. Uh, Dan says, drink a shit ton of water, man, and get some rest to get off the cold. And let me continue. Doomed and the YouTube live stream, the podcast, all the editing, the YouTube clips from the producing of the show, the booking of guests, the hosting of the show, the, the taking care of the technical stuff. This is all me in the corner of my apartment, kids in the bedroom, sleeping couple uh one door down um and when i say kids i'm four year old and an eight month old doing all this stuff don't got a team helping me out here this is all on me 
Skewzem says, well, hey, where are you? It's pitch black. Oh, that's my green screen. You want to see? Um, see? I I'm getting a background. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, the Dave Rubin video that I put up on YouTube where I'm knocking Dave Rubin, that has a background. Someone complained it's a little bit too much stuff going on in the background for them. It hurt their eyes, so I got to figure it out. Got to find a good background. Mark Seven says, why didn't the Bernie Sanders campaign release more than 40% of internal polls? Must have more by now. I'm assuming they're not going to get more. I'm assuming they had people at each of those, uh, they had campaign people at each of those precincts who immediately put the results in the Bernie app specifically. So they only were able to collect 40%. There's not going to be more coming in. That's the entirety of the results, 40%. Dank Uger. I'm going to end it with this. Uh, Matt has kids and he still does this stuff. He's up at 2.30 a.m. Crazy. Go to bed, man. Iowa already did. All right, folks. Thank you. We went, jeez, over two hours. I felt it was necessary. This doesn't happen all the time. Clearly from the numbers I was doing on the live stream, people wanted uh, someone to talk to and uh, chat to find like-minded people to, to get this off their chest. I get it. That's why I went as long as I did. Patreon.com slash Matt Binder. YouTube.com slash Matt Binder. At Matt Binder on Twitter. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Matt Binder. At Matt Binder on Instagram. At Matt Binder on Byte. Matthew Binder on TikTok. Uh, what else is out there? Go to Facebook and search Matt Binder to find my Facebook uh, page. Uh, did I say YouTube.com slash Matt Binder? Doomwithpod.com. Uh, all right, guys. <coughs> Jeez. See you all next time on Doomed. <laughs>